What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Win Win Effect Show presented by Winject Studios. I'm your host, Chris Ross. If you're new to us, welcome on board. Really excited and blessed to have you here for the first time. Today's episode I'm going to be sharing with you is a special one, especially right after Father's Day. Even after all the accolades and all the awards and all the things this guy has done, he is the most proud to be a father, which speaks volumes on how multifaceted our guest for today, Ramon Barber, is. Today, we're about to take you on a journey of his life and how he was able to make that difficult transition to becoming a successful entrepreneur after making it a pro football. If you're ready to be inspired, well, you come to the right place. Before we kick this thing up a couple of notches, if you would like to let us know what you thought about today's conversation, please feel free. We welcome any feedback and love to share with all the special guests that we have on the show. You can do that by texting us at 843-396-2104 or sending us an email at 843-396-2104 at winjet.com. Stand by for a quick message and I'll see you on the other side. This broadcast is brought to you by Winjet Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there. Welcome to the uh, show, Ramon. I'm, I'm really excited you're here. Chris, thank you, man. I elated to be here. You have no idea. It's a blessing, man. I, I wake up every morning, you know, focusing on myself first and then, you know, going into the day and preparing myself, getting, you know, I always call it like bulletproof, you know, throughout Absolutely. the day. And then I walk into Absolutely. my office and then bam, get punched right in the face, entrepreneurship. Here we are. But yeah. it's, a, it's all good, man. But you got to put yourself in that type of situation. But, you know, I can keep, I can go down the list of your bio, but I'm not going to bore the listeners for it. It's good. It's always better coming from the horse's mouth. Right. So I guess kind of before we kind of go and start navigating through some areas of opportunity and picking your brain, like how do you kind of describe yourself to people that don't know who you are? I consider myself a one stop shop. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? So basically, you know, it's like I feel like life offers us so many opportunities to be impactful. and, And as long as you are intentional about everything you do, whether it's just being just smiling just you never know how many people don't get smiled at in the morning or throughout their day so whatever interaction i have with people i just do my best to be intentional and whatever value i can bring to that conversation that's my goal no matter what it is if i if i don't have an answer my goal is to find to have a resource to have an answer for you mm-hmm. i love the fact that you're very intentional and Absolutely. you you're multifaceted which i really dig because you you know how it is you meet entrepreneurs you meet individuals and they're only surface level right there's a lot of different areas that have made you who you are and make you more impactful in life and one thing i love about you is that you're a single you know single father right and you Mm -hmm. have joint custody of of your son and Mm -hmm. i think that you know just briefly before you know we hit record on this man i really Mm -hmm. dig that that you you know obviously you have businesses and you do things in atlanta as you also from florida we go back and forth Mm -hmm. to ensure that you're investing that time with your son and that's you know you're going to raise a man that way with strong value is that the absolutely. reason why absolutely um that that is my that's my why um 
just just understanding that I, I didn't I wasn't raised with my dad and okay. I know the struggles the struggles that it that in tune it it, it I, the, you know I bumped my head a lot growing up you know what I mean mm -hmm. so I know had I had that father that mentor that 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 father figure there mm -hmm. then you know it definitely would have allowed me to have some guidance and make better decisions I definitely know that. 100%. I apologize for the noise in the background. No, it's all good. Yeah, I, um, it's all good. It doesn't really matter. The, the main thing is that's what I love about what I wanted to do with my show is I'm making it 100% authentic. And now, okay. see, when it's too polished, you know, it's, you know, I, there's no, and that, even with the, that's why I named the show the win-win effect. It's a little bit more profound of what it actually the true meaning. It's not a sales approach, but mm. it's the, I want to ensure that I'm going to tap into the true authentic self of an individual. And sometimes you know, there's dogs barking, there's cars. I miss life. Right. Life has happened. Right. So, right. but I'm you know, ironically, you say that that's what attracted me to 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 just everything you were doing the most. And, oh um, man! Like during, during your presentation, during your presentation, the first thing I said was, "Oh shit, this dude's real. He's not here. He he really like it's him. That's him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And so um, that 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 grabbed me instantly. That's when I I, I messaged you and. That's the why I messaged you the way I messaged you as well. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm right. intentional. And I was like, man, hey, nah, man, I got to meet you. Like, I want you to know who I am because mm -hmm. this is like, I don't meet very many people that's like me. And I was like, you're like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, I love, and I love that you said that because and it does mean a lot to me. It does mean a lot to me that you, the way you reached out is why you got the response that you got. Do you see my point? I get a lot of, I mean, I get flooded with DM messages and on all the different types of channels. Of course I get, I have, you know, my, my staff and they run and I have media and I have, you know, social media marketing type of individuals and people that do different projects for me to kind of mm -hmm. filter out the ones that I need to respond to. And I, maybe I just not really ready for me. I can provide a resource or whatever that might be. But I saw, and we came just a little shout out to Jerome. Um, Myers. I, I got a shout out. Here. I yeah, love I this gonna get to him. I was going to yeah. get to him too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I just started his course last night. Awesome. Did you? Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. He's, um, he turned, he's, I've only known him for probably around like six months, but I felt like I've known him for like, I don't know, we were raised together or something. It's, it's weird, Man. but, um, he's just, you know, he's in a wrong. It's like I call, I tell him he's from North Carolina. You're in the wrong Carolina. I'm from South Carolina, but, uh, Jerome, if you're listening to this man, Jerome's in the house. What's up, man. Jerome's uh, in the house. Shout out to you, Jerome. Shout out yeah. to you, Jerome, for real. Right. And I was, um, I was asked to come and speak, um, at his event and I loved, that's my favorite thing to do is but more actually in person. I love in person. Cause I read oh, man, energy. I can't wait fluently. to get back to that. I can't man. wait to get back to that. I miss it, bro. I miss me it. Cause I, I really, I really, that lights me on fire. Absolutely. Um, lights me on fire. Cause I love, I love pouring into individuals and pouring into a crowd because it recycles back into me. Always. And they're like, how do you were able to speak for an hour and a half? And I'm like, as one, I'm a long winded son of a gun. <laughs> and, then, um, and then I just love to tell stories. I don't really like, right. I like to paint the picture and share that vision. And I'm, and I'm not just speaking to, one individual or speaking to an audience, I'm pushing a lot of buttons. Right. And right. me, me being very intentional and pushing all these buttons, you know where I learned how to speak? I learned how to speak, not by speakers. I learned how right. to speak by watching comedy. Okay. Like stand up comedy my whole yeah. life. Okay. So what they do is they anchor and frame their bits, right? So their stages, when they go on stage, um, they, 
drop, they have different material, but they're very intentional about, about what's happening with the crowd when they say mm -hmm. a joke. So when they say a joke and it's received very well, they'll drop an anchor on that and they'll come back and do a loop back to this. So when I was, um, I, I can't remember what we talked about when I was on, um, when I was speaking in that virtual event for Jerome, but some of the things that I was speaking about, I was speaking from my heart. It wasn't scripted. I was kind of, I was gauging what's actually happening within the chat and box or whatever that might be. And I felt that. I felt that. You can see it. Hmm. And that's, that's delivery. And that was some of the things that with your unique story, I think you can bring a lot to these listeners because they show up, they say, you know, they show up for me, but they stay for you. And, okay. and that's, and that's why, you know, the win-win effect, I don't want to, I mean, I can easily go into the, the preflow of, of people that I know and bring them on the show, but everyone's heard their story. I want to talk to people that have a unique skill set. Like how, I mean, have you thought about some pivotal moments in your life and help you kind of define what your competitive advantage is? Because like, as you seems like to me, anything you're going to touch is going to turn to gold, but Thank you, man. It, you're welcome. But it hasn't always been that way. Has it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Nah, walk, me, man, walk, me through the, walk me through some of your journey, if you can. Okay. So um, just start I, I just start from the, from the bottom floor because I, I believe that's where it all – where you have to understand where I – you know, to understand where I am now, you got to understand who I, where I came from. So, again, I'm from Riviera Beach, Florida, and um, I, was, I was just – you know, I was blessed with, with the loving family, loving mom, loving, you know, grandmother, aunt, and everything. But then, you know, I had to end up – I mean, but then my dad wasn't around, stuff like that. But I found found sports as a young as a young person, so that gave me the discipline that I needed because I had a few issues with anger and so on and so forth. And so basically, you know, um, just coming up, man, and, and understanding that that my mom told me something that I, that was very very poignant at, at a very young age. She told me that, Ramon, you're different. You've been chosen for a different purpose, so you can't get away with things that everybody else can get away with. You always gonna That's get good caught. Advice. That's good and, advice. Um, your mom, what's your mom's name? Rosalind. 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 That, yes. That she gave you a gold, a piece of a nugget. That's, she did. She wow. Did. Go ahead. So yeah, yeah. Thank you. I let her know. She she will appreciate that. So I let her know. <laughs> so um so um yeah, but you know then she just instilled discipline and and then um she was very firm, very very stern on me, very very you know. She and then she kept me in sports. So that's one thing I know that mm -hmm. helped me a lot. Without that was that was my foundation, and that taught me everything I needed to know, everything I needed to to have to, in order to be the best version of myself. Although I still fought and wouldn't get the grain like we mo like most of us do. Yes. Um, and again, that's when those situations showed up, saying, "Hey, I'm, I'm gonna get in trouble because I always get caught. I could never get away with things." So, <laughs> you know. Like, so let me, let us go into that. I mean, you sent, you know, it's so funny, man. I was just interviewing another individual. I'll have to introduce you to, I have to introduce you to, um, his name's Will Tidwell and Will Tidwell. He, what he does, he's, um, he's, his, one of a couple of his videos went viral and whatnot. He's from Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I picked up on this the other day when I was interviewing him, that people that have very strong women in their life, Absolutely. like very strong women, like setting an example, we, I wouldn't say suffer, but we have a hard time matching up our spouses to that type of level, right? right. Of like, mm -hmm. listen, you know, because it may be because you, you actually start to really invest. I would like to, I would, I'm going to put a lot of research behind this. I'm the kind of individual, something pops in my mind. I'll put a lot of research into science and the psychology and biology behind it. Right. But I right. really think just having really strong women in our lives growing up, like I, I was blessed with a daughter. 
Um, obviously, me and her mom didn't work out, but we're trying to obviously navigate through that to get joint custody when we're doing what we need to do. But I had an mm. older, like my grandmother, she was, <laughs> she was no joke. She was no joke. She would she'll slap a taste out your mouth. You know what yeah, I mean? So that's that. like, yeah. the nicest soul in the world. But my mom's is the hardest. The hardest, I guess you would say, she's the most strongest individual I've ever met in my life. And not just saying that because of my mom. She's She's been adopted twice, no. beat cancer, ate back wow. surgeries, broke her back. Wow. Now she has a pump inside of her body. And she's as sweet, like the sweetest can be. You know what I mean? But don't cross, don't, wow. don't hurt her children. You know what I mean? So, and I've watched her be able to take, and then my older sister passed away. She's lost a child that was wow. handicapped, special needs. So there's... There's a lot of things, and I'm no, and that, and just from hearing that in your story, and I feel that from you, that's giving you a solid foundation to be able to build on, and it, it's something that where you can't trade. You know what I mean? Absolutely, it, not, absolutely. I always tell people, women are superheroes to me. Like I tell them that all 100%, the time. Like one thousand percent, they're superheroes. You know, I'm. I respect everything about them. You know, just for real. Right. I really do. I think that, you know, this is the decade for female entrepreneurship. I've been kind of screaming at them from the top of the mountain for the last like couple, mm -hmm. well, probably about the last year mm -hmm. and a half, just because of the, of yeah. me understanding I me mean, having a high emotional intelligence. That's the, this, this is the era right now where they're going to pretty much take over. And I really think they're doing big things now, but they're a little bit more in tune with their own emotions. But when you mentioned something with you talked about anger mm -hmm. and it obviously stems from your father or it comes from a, maybe a lack of presence. Absolutely. Where, 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 did that, where Absolutely. did that anger come? Is that where it come from? Okay, got it. So, so yeah. So for me, um, you know, again, not not saying you know it did to a fault. The women love the way they love, but what 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 happened was they would overcompensate. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And then when when you get out, when you grow up, and you get out into the real world, the real world doesn't care who Ramon Barber is. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. who Chris Ross is. Like you still got to follow a certain. A certain set of set of rules. Well, Ramon Barber didn't understand that as a kid, you know. So I would throw tantrums, I would throw chairs, I would throw. Mm -hmm. uh, I would just do the absolute most to get my way, which obviously wasn't the right way. And right. Um, so I, I learned a lot of hard lessons that way. And um, you know, I, I was actually pretty troubled as a as an elementary school kid. Um, I went to I was shoot I went to four different elementary schools in five years. Um, three of them uh, said, "Hey, man, this this, this kid's behavior—he needs some help. Like, he got to get him out of here." So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I I definitely took my mom through the ringer as a as a young as a young as a kid because I didn't understand what to do with that anger. I didn't have a, a stern father figure there mm -hmm. to to really show me how to handle anger and what to do with it. You know, and it's not easy. So, you know, every day is a process, my friend. Absolutely. I, Absolutely. I don't, I've never been, I would say my, my mom would always say, you know, when I was, even when I was younger, it was an ongoing joke, like, oh, this kid's special, you know, like something, mm -hmm. my, yeah. my son's special. And I always thought it was like a joke. My sister makes, my younger sister made fun of it, right? Like, yeah, he's special. Right, all right. Right, right, he's special. Right. All right. But they, you know, but <laughs> I think that there's something that where you have really strong values and morals and whatnot. But when I lost my older sister, I, that's when I started beginning the, I guess you say the, the hard time in my life because I was a search. I didn't understand it at adolescence, bro. We don't understand these feelings. Right. Exactly. We, we, exactly. So what was, what, so what you don't understand is what you get mad at. Exactly. And then, and if you so don't you know how to communicate your anger and communicate your emotions, you get upset, you get frustrated. Well, I've never been an angry kid, but then that's where it started spiraling. And then I get started getting in trouble. 
Like right. I, I mean, I grew up, um, grew up playing sports. I grew up boxing, so I can throw my hands a little bit, you know. So, and plus, and I remember sitting actually, and this goes out to once the person that actually did this to, and I'm sorry, and I can't remember your name, but I was in class. I'll t- I haven't told people this. I was in class, and you know how you have to go around the room and read. And I go, go, oh, read, oh, Chris, read this, read this paragraph. I'm like, oh, just like I couldn't read out loud. I was dyslexic, but that was an issue for my parents as well that. They thought that there was my first, I was the first child after my sister that wasn't, you know what I mean? I was, I didn't have any problems. So nothing's wrong with them. They tried to give me riddle in the stuff because I was dyslexic, but I, I didn't understand it. I couldn't read out loud. I can understand information. I wasn't stupid, but I would, right. I went to read out loud and this kid behind me like laughed and was like made fun of me stuttering. And I turned around, bro. I hit, I, I got busted. I hit it. Like I hit a freaking tomato. It was like, boosh. You know what I mean? And then, of course, I just didn't mm-hmm. know what to do with my ink. I didn't know how to, I didn't know what, what was important for me and how to kind of like take it in and, and not really have to deal with things and express my feelings and express my emotions. So then right. obviously, you know, you know, through time you learn, but what was like when you started sad identifying. Is, sad part yeah. is some adults haven't learned it still. So we're well, just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, in order to get you yeah. to the elite level and go through these levels, you have to figure out how to operate you. Right. Absolutely. So, and you have to reinvestigate your experience in life that are hard and they're hardwired that, that now it turned into because it starts off as a habit. Then it turns right. into, then it turns into if, you know, a strong conviction about something. And then it turns right. into a behavioral trait. So, unpacking all this, then when it turns into that behavioral trait, now whatever experience or whatever you're tied into, it, it can actually not just hurt your life or prevent you from getting to levels, but you need to, you're putting layers over top of your source. Oh my God. Absolutely. So when you have these layers and boundary things over top of you, you can't get to your source. So what you're doing is you're now subconsciously reprogramming and you're recreating your same situation, same girl, same, same, same experiences, same people, but Mm -hmm. it's success. In my opinion, is all about exposure. When you're exposed to another way of thinking, you can't go back, but you can, but you have to make that choice. So it sounds like you say that. It sounds like to me, something that wherever it might have been a coach playing ball, something, something happened when you got exposed to another way of thinking. When was that moment? The moment I realized I, I was good in sports and I could be successful. Okay. Um, like the moment I saw like, oh, it, it feels good to, to get praised for doing something good and being good in something that is supposed to getting this negative attention, getting a whooping and getting sent to the principal's <laughs> yeah. office. And, you know, uh, you know, like all that stuff start feeling a lot better to me, you know? So, you know, and then I'm, then I'm just naturally competitive, naturally, you know, want to be good at everything I do. So sports, there was no better way to channel that energy than sports, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a good thing for people, right? That, Maybe that's a good, a good way to escape your, your current situation. That's what I believe a lot about, you know, sports for, for children and, you know, especially in adolescence, it does teach you a lot of principles that you can transfer over into building a business or doing whatever you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I, when I went to the military, I learned, I learned how to truly become a leader, like a real yeah. leader. And, but I already had that. I already had the entry level to that because it come from mm-hmm. sports. But mm-hmm. like me, I mean, I've always been a kind of person of people just going to follow me anyway because of the energy. That's right. I've, you know, I've like this guy's say. got somewhere to go. Well, yeah. I, now I have a sense of direction because I'm, I'm tapped into my source. 
Like right. when you're when you're dialed in, bro, to the true authentic self. And people, if you you now it's about creating those boundaries to protect you. That's right. Right. So, right. so walk me through like what are some of those like actually going into the sports and going into what you do now and how mm-hmm. you're able to you do a lot of different types of things. It's not like oh I'm an investor. You do no, a lot of different things that you're passionate about. Like what are some of those right. What what was some of those moments for you? And like, where did it was like, all right, I need to do this X Y Z. What am I passionate about? Like, walk us through that. So for me, I, I basically, you know, I I went broke, you know. So okay. uh, you know, when you when you, I realized, you know, after I, I made it professionally in football, and I put all my eggs in the football basket, mm-hmm. but yeah, I wasn't disciplined. Um, without having that father figure growing up into a a, a man, and then. You know, growing up until a man without discipline is very, very dangerous, especially a man with money who doesn't have discipline. Yeah. So, you know, I be, I quickly blew up any money I made when I played in Canada, any money I got from agents, signing bonuses, anything, any arena football money, all that was blown. So I realized how quickly you can lose things when you when you don't focus and when you are have all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. So. That brought me to, you know, to where we are now, to where I realized, man, you know, there's a lot of things that I've been blessed with the experience, life experience in, and each and every, each and everything has been beneficial in my life. So it, it caused me to want to start creating different things, different revenue streams, learning different things, learning different. The way I see it is like we got 24 hours in a day, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and we should at least spend, in my opinion, we should at least spend. 16 of them being productive and eight of them if you need eight hours going to get eight hours of sleep but Mm -hmm. 16 of them doesn't mean you spend 16 hours working i I mean you know working a job i mean you can be being productive building your family relationship building relationship with friends building relationships you know um uh, professionally you know you there's Mm -hmm. work to be done so with me i just i allocate my time to to things that are most important things that 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 i want to that i think are you know most beneficial for others, mm-hmm. things that I can make happen the quickest to benefit more others. Um, my goal is always to help others because that's what helps me. That's what right. makes me. That's what makes me be the best version of myself every day. Knowing that somebody is counting on me to be to to help them through a situation or whatever the case the case may be. And that's the accountability piece. Absolutely. And what I, what I was looking for you. Why do you think I didn't want to bring? I didn't bring up the playing um, playing ball at a, obviously a professional level yet. Because because I, I I believe where you where you you wanted me to I guess people you were giving me an opportunity to explain and for people to see where my passion comes from and how dedicated I am to where you can I was so dedicated I made it to the professional level and that because that takes a whole different level of dedication and now I'm taking that same fire that I took to get to the pros in the, in the NFL and the CFL to now my my professional my businesses and I'm. Every day is a, a go for me. No day. I don't, I don't know what stop is. Right. You no, know? we don't, we don't know what stop. I, there's, exactly. there's, there's no gears either. Absolutely. There's, there's just go. Like the, you have to kind of give some people like us, you have to give us direction. And it sounds like them because, and another reason why I didn't bring up the professional side is mm-hmm. because when, and I already knew, but I'm not even asking a question. It was, I wouldn't say it's a funnel question. Was it tricking you? But it was just, I was right, like, right, right. This because I want to list because it's easy. I've I've interviewed some major sports players and and mm-hmm. people that have done outstanding things in life, mm-hmm. and it's easy to go. All right, this is what I've done. Okay, yeah, it's great. It's another sports player that Chris is bringing on. Here we go. Right. Like you know, like it's there's more to you than oh, yeah. it's to that. And yeah. I look at I always look at the beginning. Okay, what were some moments? And then I kind of have and now I have an angle. 
So, and this is it. And there's always the same, it's always the same type of path and just different story, just a different person and a little different right. story. But here's right. the thing. When you started making the type of bonuses and start some back, you know, obviously mm -hmm. money from what you mm -hmm. did, obviously a byproduct of how great you were at that sport, football, mm -hmm. right? So you're yes, get, getting yourself to that point. I'm like, all right. Well, I didn't have that conditioning of that type of mindset of not because you here's the thing about and this is another thing about sports people that don't understand. You don't spend earned income. That's right. <laughs> oh my you, god. <laughs> stop spending earned income. You get Man. just because you get a bonus and you get a sign it or whatever, you do not spend that money. Right. Like I did you see it now. I think it was is it Grunk? He didn't this whole time he's played, he's never paid himself from what he did. I, you know, and for somebody like him to be as beat up as he is, yes, you know, it's like, why, what are you thinking? You know, invest, 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 sponsorships. This is where right. you make. This is where you make your passive income. Okay, absolutely. So, and and I, I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a Clemson guy. I went to Clemson, but I okay. obviously didn't play ball or anything. This is after the military. I went to Clemson, right, but right, right. I, I am, I'm very active with the community in Clemson and giving back. It. Right. So, awesome. especially in the last year, I've given away. You know, I don't, I pay myself once a year, bro. Once a year now. Okay. Okay. So what I do is I have a holdings company and I pay myself and all the earnings and all the passive income and, and whatnot. And I don't okay. ever pay myself what I earn from all these other investments and all the other businesses. What okay. I do is my CPAs and my investment team sends me an email at nine o'clock every morning. And it's a report saying how much liquid cash you got on board to invest. And That's then they cool. bring, and then another team sends me a, a couple ideas of investments and I get it out there. So that is cool. And, but I never spend my money. I never spend earned income. Never. That earned wow. income builds businesses. Wow. That's awesome. So that's a, that's a whole different way of thinking, right? So it's Absolutely. like, but I had to learn that way of thinking and be exposed to it. Who woke, who woke you up about the investment side and obviously looking, because obviously you went broke. That's a pain mm -hmm. point, but it's not mm -hmm. about just going broke and survival because nah. you got one yeah. move, survival. That's, that's the only right. move. But right. who kind of like, all right, kind of showed you a little bit more lighter. What was it? Maybe it could have been a lot of different types of sources for you. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I can't in particularly pinpoint one. Yeah. Um, but definitely there was several situations, in particular the one that stands out the most, my son being born. Right. Um, I knew at that point, like, uh-oh, I can't mm -hmm. just be selfish and say YOLO and go out to the club and, and ball out of control for no reason. And, That's and, easy to do. That's yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, that's, would, so. that's an easy decision to make. You know why? Because it, it, that allows you to avoid what you need to be doing. Absolutely. 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 So, you know, I, I decided at that point, like, okay, I can't keep running from responsibility because um, now this little guy didn't ask to be here. So I got to figure mm -hmm. this out. And, um, you know, so that was one, one pivoting point. And then another pivoting point was, ironically, you mentioned, like you mentioned earlier, my son's mother and I not working out. That was another huge thing for me because I was like, whoa, like I thought this was going to be my life. But now I got to figure this out this way, you know. And um, then I started realizing, like, the only way that I can I can have any value, anything valuable to, to, to leave my son is if I start building it now and start understanding that I need to sacrifice. That's you know, powerful. sacrifice. Sacrifice so is, the, is the only thing that's going to get me 
get me anything to accomplish that I can leave here for my son. So my son can say, you know what, my dad left me this. So my dad left me that because right now, you know what, I can't say that. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't say my dad gave me anything, left me, has anything. He's still alive, but you know, I, he doesn't have anything. I know what you. I know what you, you mean by that. I, mean? so, um, I was I was watching a clip, not to cut you off. I was watching a clip no, no from worries. Steve Harvey, mm-hmm. and he was mentioning that his buddy is whatnot. Like um, his mom called or his grandma called him and told him to come to the hospital. She was dying, mm-hmm. and she mentioned to him that the contribution that you have for this world and what you lead people is what they're going to tell. Long, why they're going to talk about you the way they That's are. Right. And he did, I guess the individual, Steve Harvey was listening and he understood what she was saying. Mm -hmm. You're not leaving money or wealth. You're leaving your imprint on the world. That's right. That's right. It's what, what can you contribute? It's not what you can earn and receive and get. What can you contribute? What's your contribution to yourself? What's your contribution to your son? Myself, my daughter, like I'm not working as hard as I'm working right now for my daughter's opinion right now. My daughter's right. opinion when she turns 40 years old. That's right. That's a shared legacy. Okay. Right. So, and you know, and I wish that I would have elevated my thinking a little bit further before my ex and I split, but I was too reactive because, you know, you got to protect your dreams. But when you try to communicate your dreams and they're not, they're not aligned to that message and they're not understanding it. Like I should have did a better job of explaining what I was really trying to do. Right. And mm-hmm. I, but cause I was, I felt like my flu game was better than 90% of people out there. Okay. Right. And I can do it on a tactical side, but I didn't know how to have those boundaries there to protect my source and what right. made me great. Okay. Right. So, right. and that source, I didn't know what to do with my energy. Like I would go out and do a bunch of do stupid shit. You know, right. I would just wanted to help people and I would give away my, I would, Take care yeah, of bar yeah, tabs. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of meaningless I, stuff, right? Meaning right. meaningless shit. Meaningless, and I, meaningless stuff. Right. And, I would and buy a bunch all... of watches. I would buy a bunch of shit. Man. Like, what am I doing, man? It's new money syndrome, right? So yeah, that's anyway, right. it's good. That's yeah. Right. Nah, I'm, no, I was just agreeing with you. You're absolutely right. I did the same thing. Want to go out, pop bottles, want to be the life of the party, all meaningless stuff. And right. it's really like, okay, let me stop. You know, I had to start sacrificing my ego, man, and start sacrificing. Yep. Start and start and started, you know, understanding what self-preservation really is and what mm-hmm. and why that should be really number one in my life. And once I did that, man, I'm telling you, things instantly, in, instantly changed, man. I put God at the forefront and I just said, man, I don't want to lead my own life anymore. Um, I'm obviously doing a bad job. You know what I'm saying? Every right. time you give me a blessing, I mess it up. So Ooh, I'm just gonna, just gonna, that's I'm a just big gonna, one. When God absolutely. starts, when God starts blessing you, you better check your ego. Absolutely. Absolutely, because when you think that you're bigger than the blessing, you're gonna lose that blessing. Mm-hmm. So you always remember that. Or right. you know, so I definitely understood that. I, I learned those hard lessons, those valuable lessons. And and again, like every single day, man, I practice humility. Um, you know, I work with with people, who are autistic adults and stuff. And yeah, every single day, man, they happy. They don't they don't wake up miserable, upset. Worry about bills. Worry about this person's feelings about them. They just wake up and want to be happy. They just mm-hmm. wake up and want to just what's what's on the agenda for the day. And it's, and that and that that simple 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 mindset right there can take us so far if we can just get people to understand. Just be inward. Just stay inward, and then you will come out and you will be better outward. You know what I mean? And I love that about you. You have a lot of nonprofit work. You do? Yes, sir. Yep, absolutely, man. That's why you're always continuing to keep pouring out, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, 
it, that's, I mean, you keep getting blessed and blessed and blessed on, you know, Absolutely. 20 times more because it's not about, you're not focusing on what you can get is what you can do. Right. So that's it, man. I mean, there's something, there's another, I mean, I'm not going to disclose all the information with you right now, but there's a, something mm-hmm. I'm working on a nonprofit and a charity here in the UK to kind of fund fathers that have to go through something similar that oh, I've man. been through. And it's, it, I believe that if I didn't have the financial means to be able to afford that type of legal, then go. do you see my point? And you see how there these, you go. so I'm going to, I what I would like to do is get a charity and a fund together Let's for, do and doing Let's some go. type of grant for, to protect people that do are good people. And they, you know, have the right intentions. They're just trying to be fathers. So, so I, and right. Yeah, yeah, so I have a uh, an att- sorry because no, I, love it. The, the synergy is just so awesome with us. Like, so I have an, actually an attorney and his wife who's on my board for my nonprofit. They do family and criminal law, so mm-hmm. they are willing to help any fathers that that are willing to you know step up and they're doing the right thing, but they just can't afford the legal representation. There's mm-hmm. they're stepping up and doing it pro bono for anybody that I refer. Oh, that's so great. Who I that's feel so like great. Deserves, right? You know, that's so and, great. That's a that's a separate. That's a yeah, definitely a separate. We can need to set up absolutely. a meeting. Um, because I don't want to. I just don't want to do it just in the UK, right? I want to also uh, provide that service because you know, like I said, I pay myself once, right? So, but right. there's certain percent. There's certain percentages and there's certain things there that are a part of that pie that I do earn that I invest. But I would much not rather and take. 20% and invested in here, I would much right. rather take 20% and then putting it into a charity or putting it into a fund where, you know, of course you then you get, you get, you hire interns or you hire volunteers, you get volunteers mm-hmm. to really process and weed out the ones that don't, that want our help, but they don't need our, they shouldn't have our help, you know, right. like, right. you know, like really vet these people out because right. if you, if I didn't have, I'm telling you, if I didn't have the financial means, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't have been able to spend time with my daughter. Right, you know, and right, right. and it, you know, and, and I'm not trying to get right, all in it personal, man. but it could be, in a, it, you know, and, it, and this is both sides. I'm not just trying to do it just for men. I'm gonna also do it for women. That if yeah. you, you know, I mean, just kind of, you know, it's helping people do something that what I'm passionate about. And of course, I have a reach to do it. I have, you know, I'm luckily I'm a blessed individual. I have right. the right people, you know. Right. And I, I live and die by this this way of thinking that I. When I even when I just goes back to my sales, I would always ask people. It's very intentional. If you're not the person that I can help, who can I help? Right. Point me. Send me in the direction. Who? Yeah. Send me that. Who can I help? That's right. Who can I help? Like, so are you? Are you the person that can help me? And if that answer is no, I appreciate you you being honest and letting me know. So, who can I help? That's right. Who can I help? If you learn how to ask that question. Like, what else can I do for you that you mm-hmm. think that brings you value? And if you wait, they'll tell you what they're really looking for. Right. But you need to hold space. And you have to have, so my thing is this, and my, like when I'm having a conversation with you, and I love speaking with you because there's a lot of synergy here, but mm-hmm. I'm not just hearing what you're telling me. I'm listening for the patterns. Right. And I'm listening, I'm also listening for what you're not telling me. And then I'm able to kind of feel your presence and feeling your energy and knowing there's something behind it. And that's how I get to the next set of questions. You see my right. point? 
no, so, I do absolutely. And, and I, there's there's so much. That's what I'm saying. They're easy to do. Is we can talk about you know working or investing and making money, or we can talk about the stuff that you're passionate about. But that's not what really drives people. What drives people is touching on something that brought you an experience in life, a lot of pain or a lot of pleasure. Right. And right. from there, I can find the angle of opportunity to really help someone, not short term in the conversation, but long term. Long term. Right. So, and you know, a lot of bringing people onto the show, I look at them as lifelong connections and lifelong friends, you know, because, you know, it's like what I have, you have, you know, right. like I'm right. not a, one of those entrepreneurs of what I can get is what, what can I, how much can I pour out? That's right. So like, what are some, like, what are some things that you're extremely passionate about that are forces you? And I love this about you that you're playing an infinite game. You're not playing a finite game. Right. So basically understanding that, the short term, yeah. Although we all like that that instant gratification, of course. Most of the time, most of the time is very short lived. Most of the time is it, it's it's not all that it appears to be. The, the whatever is glittering isn't gold, and um, you know. And I've learned that the hard way. I've definitely I've definitely surrounded myself with people who 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 soar like eagles, who believe in long term and understand that we're here for a long time. Long time, we can have a good time along the way. You don't have to rush it. You don't have to try to say, hey, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. And I think that's a bad mentality that a lot of our, a lot, a lot of us have a lot of our, you know, just society has taken on, Um, you know, you know, not no shots at Drake, but, you know, YOLO and stuff like that. Those are those are the things that people take and they misconstrue it in the wrong, wrong way. And uh, that's why I feel like people like you and I in in particular, you know, are, are, are. trend setting you know because we're yes. still we're still in the we're still not, we're not older men people don't look at us as old outdated men we're still young lively energetic we still we got a lot to do we got a, we lot, got a lot, to lot to do, to do. yeah and, and, but yet we still are forward thinking we still like wait but we still leaving stuff for our kids and their kids and their kids mm-hmm. kids that we're never going to meet in our life but guess what they're going to know who we are because we left it for them yeah and that's a shared legacy, right? So, and it's, Absolutely. you know, I, and I, I speak to a lot of like younger people and, and not like I used to try to, I didn't say pro bono, but I used to try to like help people that, you know, didn't have the financial means to be able to, I guess, pay my fees or whatnot. And I realized that the more that I would do that, that I would actually lose more energy and time. Yeah. So what I've done is like I've tried to I've, I've took a step back and started to figure out how can I automate and create those stepping stones to get them ready. So right. and that where it doesn't compromise my standard. Like I'll show up is here. I don't ever lower my standard. Right. You know what I mean? So but I'm but but I, what I'll will do is give you something that you don't have to pay for. I'm mm. going to give you some skills and some tools to get you up to there. And okay. by the time you get there, now your mind's impressionable for it. But first, you needed to show me you want it. That's right. So, and that's something that you you can't buy at Walmart. That's right. You can't that's buy another, it at Walmart. That's right. That that's grit. another nugget my mom dropped. Yep, that's another yep. nugget my mom dropped on me, man. man Rosalind was uh, Miss Rosalind oh, was Miss Rosalind was great. <laughs> Listen, I really don't think she realized some of the stuff she said sometimes. But I told her, I was like, "Ma, like some of the stuff you you said to me in my life is really stuck." Like even she mm-hmm. said, even she said, "Man, one thing she told me this when I was in high school." She's like, one thing I want you to always remember is as long as you help yourself, I'm always going to be willing to help you. Oh, and, wow, man. And, and and she said, and that's how the world works. 
People Where's your mama from? There. Where's your mama from? Right, Riviera Beach. Riviera okay, Beach. got it. Riviera Beach, Florida. So, um, and she said, you all, people are always willing to help somebody who's willing to help themselves. Mm-hmm. And and it's, and so far, it's, it's, it's still true. It's <laughs> paid off. Yeah, it's paid off. I mean, you've had, I mean, you're granted that, you know, you didn't have, you know, an active father into your life. Right. But, so, you know, and it's okay. I mean, um, I, I was, and, you know, but the main thing is just being it being at peace and, and accepting everything into your life and what it is supposed to do. Right. Everything. There's no accidents, bro. There's no luck either. There's a cause and effect world. It's supposed to, we're supposed to go through this life the way that we're going through life. But mm-hmm. most, when you realize that this, this game called life is up to you to, to create, then that's when you can make a shift. I, I was blessed with a phenomenal father and, right. and, and a phenomenal grandfather, strong, mm-hmm. it's like strong men. My dad, I swear I will learn my crazy ass work that bro. I'll, I'll right. I will work until I freaking it's I'll pass over, you know, like, right. but, I got you. Yeah. but my father had to over, he had to make a sacrifice in his life. He's, he, you know, his first, his first child was born handicapped and right. all the, all the dreams that he had, but he had a wife. So my mother, right. so, and his child. So those responsibilities were more important to things than his dreams. So Absolutely. he had to work two to three jobs, sometimes four jobs to be able to provide for our family. So I learned through that where I used to think that, you know, a working man was a sucker, right? right? No, man, that you think about that every, like, so he works 12 hours on 12 hours off mm-hmm. four, and then just four days on four days off. By the time right. he's off of those four days, he's already got his other jobs, right? He doesn't stop. Nah, can't, he can't, can't. he can't, he can't, can't quit. So nah. even though, even the stuff that I've done now, you know, I mean, he's now always gotten to the point where he's getting older and his body can't take it as much, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, I told him, it's like, you know, like, let's think about the, the next step for you. He's like, I just want to relax. Right. I'm like, but that scares me a little bit when people usually relax and are going after it like that. You got to give them something does, to stimulate their mind. Right. Does he know what relaxation looks like? I don't think so. I've, I've, I've tried to walk him through some, some, some conversations, mm-hmm. you know, my dad, even up till now, he's like, he doesn't even know what I really do. Yeah. Hey, my fa- hey, listen, my family too. My family don't They're think like, I do nothing. Yeah. Like, what do you do? What do you do my for fam- a living? My, you know, my family. Oh, it's so funny, man. My family, same thing. Like my grandmother, like my aunts, my cousins, is <clears throat> They, they, I guess they just think money fall off a tree for me. Yeah, no, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, they think it does. Well, my, well, my dad does see the hard work. I mean, obviously, I just didn't. You don't see the businesses, and you don't see the investments. You don't see all the stuff that I've created, right? But the only thing you're gonna see is the shiny stuff. Yeah, they well, don't see the behind the scenes, the good, right? Stuff. Well, right. when I go, when I go home to visit in Charleston, right, and I go home and visit, like my dad works, you know, he's four on, four off. But he works twelve hour shifts, so okay. and he works about an hour away, forty five minutes or something, an hour away. So mm-hmm. by the time he woke up in the morning, I was already sitting at sitting in the dining room and sitting in there mm-hmm. on my computer and getting, you know, I'll get my coffee or whatnot. And he'll be like, all right, do. man. He's like, all right, man, I'll have a good day. I was like, you too. Be careful. Love you. And he goes to work. By the time he gets back home from work, drive an hour, go work 12 hours, get up, drive another hour back. I'm still sitting at that dining room table. Then, then we have time for supper and we sit down and have dinner. Right. After we have dinner, I'm back on my computer. And by the time he's, he's about to go to bed at night, I'm still working. He goes, you know, and I, I didn't realize that he was paying attention. Well, he goes, and he was like, you guys, you work harder than I do. Mm-hmm. He goes, he got a little bit more of an insight on what he goes. We goes, what do you, what do you, I mean, what can you, what do you do? I know you've been in sales and you've done that, but what do you, I'm like, I said, listen, what I'm, what I'm building is going to take me years to build. Mm-hmm. But 
then now he's, you know, he sees the, you know, I'll always see the benefits of all that hard work. I was like, I, I learned in around 2012 ish. I learned that my gift was a gift and it was given to me by my older sister. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I knew it was a gift, because I back in 2008, 2009, I was not just beating people by a gap. It was like I'm talking about like it was just undeniable. Right. Right. So and I and they were like, how do you do what you do? I'm like, because I don't do what you do. You know what I mean? So, and so I had to start studying the psychology and the biology and the chemicals and all this different shit and become a little bit more spiritual. I started studying that just to make sure I wasn't crazy, bro. Man. Okay. You know, that's why we speak the same language. Cause me too. I thought I I thought I was nuts. I was like, something's wrong. Like I'm nuts. Is something wrong wrong with me? Like, can I just not be normal? Like, you know, yeah, Yeah. for real. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta embrace that weirdness though. Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, now I let right. it shine bright, you know. And I will say this: um, on the on the on the up and up side, for speaking up on my dad's behalf, we do have a good relationship now. You know, what I'm good. saying um, I was able, you know, me. It, everything is about lessons, man. Everything is about say that. You know, say that again. Say that again. Everything is about lessons. Everything, and and there's nothing that have, like you said. There's always a cause and effect, and within that cause and effect, there's always a lesson to be learned. Yeah, whether it's good, bad, ugly, in between, it don't matter. So, in my opinion, the things that happened where my dad wasn't able to be the dad, he now feels he's guilty about not being. It's all good because it made me the man that I am now. And it, and now you see the results. And now our relationship is able to be probably better than it would have been had he always been there because I'm a right. different man than he is, you know? Right. But here's, a, here's the thing that most people don't understand. That when you do have children... You know, that is your moral, that's your responsibility to raise them the best the way that you know how, right? Absolutely. And all the things that you've led you up into that moment, you might have been raised by people that don't have, you're raising a different generation. So, the way, you know, I found out my dad would never knew his dad. I well, didn't see, that's, that. that's the thing, though. See? I but, never knew that. But, but that, but see, here's the point. Him not having a father, him kind of not understanding it, mm-hmm. and maybe as not being exposed or it could have been, you know, a different era, different generation. But I think mm-hmm. now everything's accessible. You can go on YouTube and, and learn how to freaking change a freaking battery of a car. I don't know. Like, I'm just picking. But what I'm saying is now everything's accessible. Right. There's there's information out there. I just don't understand. Here's the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something really messed up. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand. If you live in America and you're born in America, mm-hmm. like you might be born in a poor poverty or in a poor situation, but that's your choice. To stay uh, there. It is your choice. See, you know what? I totally agree with you. You know, people people get, come at me all the time with excuses. I, I get that debate so much. <laughs> and it's like, but yet, yeah, I understand. But with this, you still have an option. You still have a choice. We, yeah. I've been, I, I studied about and learned about and plan on visiting places where people don't have a choice. Yes, like, and I and I understand that, and I get it. But you, you, know, you can't. Yeah, I get. I, I might, you know, of course, you might have disabilities. You might have a lot of. I mean, yeah, I'm not trying to be yeah. dis- disrespectful to individuals right, that are right. dealt with a fucked up hand. Excuse my language. No, I'm with you. No, I'm with and you. I'm and with it's you. like, but at some point, you need to say enough's enough. Exactly. That's my point. That's right. I'm with you. It's like no, no, no. If you if you have the the opportunity, which is America, which is the land of opportunity, right? You do. Like there's there's help for you if you really want to find it. Like we just said, if you help yourself, there's going to find be some help for you. If you just got to find it. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I 
I'm totally with you. I'm a, I totally believe exactly the way you believe, you know, because mm-hmm. nobody gave me anything. Nobody right. gives me anything every day. I got to get up every morning, four o'clock in the morning, go get what I get, what I need to get done. Right. Because if I, I don't get up, I hear this a lot. Up. I hear this a lot. They go, I, I've never had the opportunity. Yeah, right. I said, create the opportunity. Exactly. Create the environment to be open to the possibilities. It is an opportunity. Absolutely. Like every every day that goes by, there's only lessons. So every day that goes by, you're presented opportunities. Absolutely. So I never had the opportunity. But see, here's the thing. When you're viewing it as a failure or setback and pointing fingers of victim mentality, I view those setbacks and failures as an opportunity for me to grow. That's right. That's you right. know what I mean? So, That's right. I, and I look at them. I have a funny relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very spiritual, you know, and I, I used to, I used to be upset at, at God because of raging wars was my, I took, I felt like it took my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and I got to understand why my, my mom has to suffer so much. Mm-hmm. My dad and, mm-hmm. you know, and why does everything have to be hard? It's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I feel that it was supposed to be. And once I, once I wrap my mind around the concept that this is, I was always, I was born different. I had right. a different, you know, and I felt, I've always felt different. I've always, I pictured myself wealthy as a child. Right. Right. Like as, as a child, I pictured myself wealthy. I can imagine in my mind wealthy. But right. I didn't ima- I didn't know that how to get there just oh, by playing sports or winning a damn lottery. So I was like, well, how do I how can I start like really tapping into my truest potential? And once I started investigating the thought things that brought me joy and it became mm-hmm. easy for me, then I'm like, oh, that's why I see a lot of these entrepreneurs are like forced. They're trying to be an entrepreneur because that's where you make the most money. But entrepreneurship is not cool, bro. No, nah. <laughs> you know I mean. This this is hard. This hard work. This is yeah. very hard. It's hard. It's hard. It'll take you. It'll take you an average around people that I operate with, and I always ask these questions. Mm-hmm. It'll take you anywhere anywhere from around ten years to even understand where you are. Right, I, man. I, you boy, I understand it because it's been a because every time you think you got something figured out, <laughs> nope, there's something else new there that pops up that you got to learn. You know what I mean? Right. But this is the this is the 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 pleasure of life that, that I don't, I love everything about it. Everything life has to throw at you, you know, the, the sadness, the, the, whatever emotion comes my way, you know, I, I just embrace it all because it's a part of what makes us human beings. It's a part of what makes us unique. It's a part of what makes us, we were put here to, to balance all those, all that stuff that happens to us and still ultimately, exactly still ultimately prove that, we are going to be here to be the best, push each other to be the best version of us. That's what we're here, here to do. Right. And I, and I, I think I, I might have mentioned this and you forget if, if I didn't just tell me I didn't. But mm-hmm. I, I, I think I was on a <clears throat> I think I was because it was mess, it was a message I got from one of Jerome's people. And mm-hmm. it was like, you know, when you brought that word universe down. It blew my mind. Yeah. That's how dialed in I am. That's how much work I put into myself. That's right. I started I started putting things. I started understanding what things meant. So that's right. why that's my philosophy, like one heartbeat, one mission, one outcome, and everything turns into one. Mm-hmm. The word uni, break it down. Uni is, you know, unite, bringing things together. Then you right. have verse, just turn just turn and versatile. So but all, right. universe quite literally means all turned into one. Right. But that's the whole point. You need to turn yourself all into one. Right. When you have all this resistance, that's a good thing, but you can't outstretch your own limitations too much and wanting the end result faster than you would actually deserve. 
Success mm-hmm. is earned. That's it's right. earned. Uh, you absolutely. earn the right. Like the people that I have an opportunity to meet, I am blown fucking away. Mm-hmm. I am blown away after meeting them, not when I'm meeting right. them. Right. When I'm when I'm meeting them, I show up on I, I show up every time to, to discover who I've actually become. Because no, every okay. every every day every day I'm shedding layers. But I I go back and listen to the podcast, bro, a year ago, and I'm like, what the hell was I talking about? Because right. I see the growth. So when I see individuals like you, I don't mm-hmm. see you for where you are right now. Right. I see I see the light, and I see the what the, the what's going to be the potential for of you. Thank and I you, think man. that you're welcome. And I think that as long as you stay dialed in and keep shedding layers and surrendering, like surrender that you are a, you know, you're an investor. Surrender the fact that you are, you are just love hip hop. You could be a lot mm-hmm. of different types of genres. You surrender mm-hmm. the fact that, yeah, I'm a motivational speaker. I'm inspirational mm-hmm. speaker. Okay. Well, what kind of rooms do I need to get to, to speak to more people that need to hear my Absolutely. message? Absolutely. So these, you, you see how my mind works? Like yes. it, yes. it, it you right. have to. I surround myself with. I'm a weirdo, so I surround myself with uncommon thinkers because I'm right. uncommon. Right. So then it goes to you make uncommon plans with these uncommon thinkers. Mm. Then it goes into uncommon partnerships that you never thought you would ever have, and that's including spouses. That's right. Then you have. Then you. It's all about setting that next step, and that's being having uncommon discipline. I'm a bad son of a gun, and I know, and I can sense that from you. How disciplined are you? Uh, I got a pretty strict regimen that I okay. stick to. Um, what, I, walk Monday, me through it. Absolutely. Um, gladly. Monday through Friday, I'm up for it, 4, 10 a.m. I'm up. Um, I surrender immediately before I even take step my foot out of the bed. I surrender to God. Say thank mm-hmm. you. I, yep. Thank you for waking me up in the morning. I appreciate this. You giving me this day. And I surrender to you. You order my steps. You be, let let your words be my words. Let your thoughts be my work, my thoughts, and carry me through the sand. I get up, go brush my teeth, do my thing, come downstairs, do my meditation for about twenty minutes. Um, you know, then I start. I do some calisthenic stuff. Then I go to, to the gym. So I'm in the gym by like five fifteen every morning, and then um, so I'm there from five fifteen to six about six twenty. Done with that. Get up. Get my son. If he's with me, I get my son uh, up and ready to go to school. Then we, uh, then after that, I spend some time with him, take him to school. Then I go get my first mentee at 8 a.m. And then from there, I'm, I'm out for running. I, I do a few things with him for like two hours. Then I'll get into my real estate, um, then look at my real estate stuff, that potential deals that can be coming up or anything that I need to learn there. I got homework from Jerome and stuff now I got mm-hmm. coming up. So, um, yeah, yeah, man, I just feel <laughs> my, yeah, exactly. I just feel my day up, man. Um, and, and you know, I, I feel my day up. I'm also, you know, do my best to, you know, just, you know, mingle with, with all business owners, all yeah, anybody that I can, that I can meet and, and build a relationship with. So I'm, I'm pretty much relationship building the entire day, um, working on bringing in donations, working in, bringing mm-hmm. on funding for, for the organization, you know, so. Right. I, and, I, I, I'm, and I'm usually done. I do my best to not take too much time away from family. And my son and my and my girl now, so I do my best to, you know, be done by six thirty, seven o'clock, just to be fair. Right. Okay. So, and the reason why I asked about your regiment and how disciplined you are, mm-hmm. there's a not you have to have non-negotiables. That's it. Boundaries. Like, yeah. It's non-negotiable. Like, yeah, Absolutely. I still well, see. I still work U.S. hours technically. Okay. Okay. You know, okay. so 
like for myself, like my whole first part of my day is me. Love it. And it, it was like, oh, how long? How long do you work on yourself until I'm ready? Until enough time. And it might be a lot of baggage. It might be a lot of shit that I've got going on. I mean, I don't Absolutely. know. I mean, but it's it. I don't start my day at a certain time. I don't. I, I have. I'm very structured. And I'm very methodical. But I have blocks in my schedule. And if I don't get myself ready by that certain time, guess what? Some things need to move around because it's not. I don't do everything for everybody else. That's right. I, I'm doing it to discover who I should be and who I'm going to become. Right. So, right. and if I don't want to do that thing, I wow. I can't optim I can't I can't um, operate at that optimal level. So I only do things where I can opt where I can operate at an optimal level, a hundred percent, not more, a hundred percent. You you just made me you just made me think about a pivotal switch, another pivotal point in my life that, that you asked from the question you asked me earlier. Um, I went to therapy. I I paid cash money out of my own pocket and went to therapy to learn this exact thing that that we're discussing right now. And it was basically. I had to learn how to set boundaries, man. I didn't know how to set boundaries. I didn't know how to set boundaries for myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't, and so I definitely know how to set boundaries for others. And right. when I learned that, that's when life changed. Like, like you said, like that's when everything just clicked. Mm -hmm. And like, I stopped caring what other people felt. Think, you know, thought, it doesn't. It doesn't. I, it doesn't matter because you know yeah. you don't realize in life, no one's there to do anything for you. And no one's going to care about you as much as you. Absolutely. Right. So it's. But yeah, you investing that into a therapist. I mean, how long did it take you to kind of wrap your mind around that concept? And because you can learn the information, right? Yeah, absolutely. But uh, absolutely. applying it is different. Absolutely. So, like, how long did it take you to actually put actionable steps there to create those proper boundaries for you to really, really protecting your source and protecting the things about you that you wanted to do, not what everybody else is telling you to do, what you wanted to do. Um, it took it took just time of me learning to to, to get, pretty much gather the courage and be fearless and understand yeah, like, got it. hey man, like, is, is your mom still gonna be your mom? But you know that doesn't mean you have to do everything that she thinks is right. You have your yeah. own mind. You know that's just one example. You know, but um, but there, yeah, there's been situations where I've stopped talking. You know, stopped talking to my mom for for months because she crossed the boundary with me stop talking to my mother my grand like and i mentioned them because my grandmother i mean i mentioned them because those are the people that's closest to me so right i knew i knew once i gained the strength to be able to separate myself this is myself from them because they crossed the boundary i knew everybody else was easy mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah but can i give you some advice yes please. so you learning how to love people from a distance but still mm -hmm. putting in the time and effort into loving them rather than overstepping your own boundary. Mm -hmm. So, and what I mean by this is I did the same thing as I'm, I'm easily going to suppress or push things off. And I realized that even I, I knew that I was protecting myself from certain mm -hmm. people because I, you know, success is lonely, like, yeah. and success, but also when you get really good at what you do, success is a lonely place to hide as well. Okay. So, Ooh. and this is where, yeah, this is big. I'm telling you, man. So you got to be very close attention oh, yeah, to, sure. thank you. That. Yeah. Let me write that down. Very close attention to the people that you have around your life. And is it a benefit for you? If it's not, doesn't mean you need to stop loving them or stop conversating and stop, you know, I guess working with them, but your boundaries are still there. So I don't entertain conversations that I don't need to have. That's how you can still love them from a distance without allowing them to come into that danger area. Right. So 
You can't even you can't even overstep your boundary with me. That's right. You see my point? So, I, no, you don't no, even I get totally past agree. that. Yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. So I should have I should have said I should have said no that. no I know you I know you yeah. got it but you don't know but yeah. I'm just it's just no, no, yeah. I can't stop myself it's like a no, like no, a tap no, no, no. <laughs> no this is good because we can play tennis and then our your the listeners are going to be like oh yeah because that was perfect because um basically 100%. so I, I had so basically like you said I had to learn that in steps because remember as a kid I didn't get that teaching I didn't get any yep. of that so I had to learn first to set the hard boundary and then when I was, I felt safe for myself to go back in. And so that, because what my, my main thing is this, I don't want a person to cross my boundary and then I get disrespectful, especially to my mother, you get, to my loved one. Yeah, we get disrespectful and then now, now your ego's talking. Right, and now you got to go back and apologize. One of my rule of thumbs is I don't ever want to do anything that I have to go back and apologize for it because that means I'm not thinking before I, I do something. 100%. So my goal is to always be. I had to, I had to, I had to learn this. I had to learn this the right. hard way. I had to right. learn this the hard over the last fifteen months. I had to learn this the hard way. It takes so much practice, Chris. It takes so much practice. It's so hard to do. It's so hard to bite your tongue when when the person you love or the people you love strike you on that strike that nerve. You know, right? So I'm raise my desk. Hold on. No, no but, worries. Uh, it's uh, but the main thing is figuring out. The main thing is figuring out. Okay. So I'm gonna turn this light off. I can edit it out. Hold on two seconds. Okay. It's light bright. <laughs> the light goes. Up. I mean, when a. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. So what ha- what happens is, like, the time just changed here in the UK. So I usually do. I I stand up anyway. I don't ever sit down. He. Only time I do sit down is when. I guess when I'm on calls and certain things, it helps me focus. Mm-hmm. But when I like standing up, you know what I mean. Right, so, right. but the main, but what you're touching on, and then just kind of like recap, just real quick, and because mm-hmm. I think this is a, is valuable information. Like, okay, so, and I'm gonna pick your brain on this as well because I haven't had the opportunity because we've obviously had to COVID and all this other shit. So it's not like I'm exposed to like my really like you know like my homeboys back home like my friends friends like like high school buddies and people that grew up with me so mm-hmm. i'm out here in england but there's i know that i feel different and i act different and i think different but i used to have a lot of those buttons people would push and i would snap off right right so but i learned that i have a lot of pa- i do have discovered a lot of patience for myself but mm-hmm. however I realized that those buttons were only able to be activated when I was outstretching my own limitations and I wouldn't have enough boundaries. I was pouring out and doing too much. That's right. See what I'm saying? Because your your mind doesn't know how to compartmentalize the, the amount of stress. It doesn't know where stress is. You right. can't say, you know what I mean? So when your mind starts to dump yeah. in or you have stress about things, you have a breaking point. Mm-hmm. And that breaking point could be something from a high emotional trigger because that you have a lot of love and care and need for i'm not gonna get mad at things that i don't give a shit about that's right see my point so what you're you're really mad at i was mad at my own self for putting myself in the situation and then spouting and then snapping off i would never you know you know man i'm telling you you know my my favorite my favorite thing to catch people up when they say this because everybody says it they'd be like I don't give a f. But I'm like, yes, you do. Yeah, you do. You, you that's the that. yeah. You that's <laughs> you. Yeah, you're proving it because you now you're, you're in it. anger, right? You're yeah. proving it because you're saying that, you right? Know? Right. And that was so, one of the things that I always would say. 
But yeah, what that what that is, I'm shouting, I'm I'm shouting out, just saying that this is a warning. Don't come any closer, right? Right. That, so that, that's that's like what I tell people. That was our that's our snarl, like a dog snarling, right. like a dog growling, or you know, that's what I would tell people exactly that. But here's a, here's the thing: when you discover how this how to do this properly, you will actually ignore shit that pisses you off. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, like now, like when I start, you know, obviously, you know, this COVID stuff opens up and start traveling again and start doing my things. There's going to be people that are around me and they're bought and they're, I guess they're attached to a certain version of me at a certain time. And they're going to go to push these buttons again. And there's no, there's the buttons not even there anymore. It's like, I've already put something I've already did. There's no button. There's no nothing there. I just already re reassembled a model. It's a different model. So they can't find a damn button. That's gonna and and I'm not doing it to frustrate people. I'm doing it to best serve me. Yeah, absolutely. So and what you put your intention on is gonna grow no matter what. So if you put your intention on actually you, is that's where I was suffering in in my life that I can Mm -hmm. operate at ninety percent and 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 work circles around people, but I want to operate always at a hundred percent. So if I'm operating whatever I'm working on, so I learned how to slow down time. So slowing down time, and I'll share this for the listeners, that when you slow down time, your frontal lobe, it's kind of like when you get into a car accident and you remember that in a high emotional state. Well, Mm -hmm. I slow down time by only working on one thing. So like right now with you, I'm only talking to you. And I say this a lot, but the whole point is when I'm having a conversation with you, I'm now going to be open to a lot of other possibilities from that conversation, me operating my mind at 100%. Mm -hmm. So now now I can go from go from zero to a hundred quick and take it anywhere. I want to take it. Cause I'm now I'm not being reactive. I'm being proactive and right. I can right. in the word in lack of term use manipulate. I, yeah. the manipulate is not a bad word is how it's used. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. So, but I, what I do is I shape the conversation to ensure it's the win-win. Right. Right. So, right. and that's, a, that's powerful, man. I, mean, I can go on. I can talk to you for hours and hours and hours. And obviously you're busy, man, but we got to do, we got to do a part two for sure soon. Yeah, man. Um, I enjoyed this, man. Chris, thank you, man. I, I'm telling you, 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 you just keep doing, just keep being you, man. Like I'm telling you, like the world needs that. you, like the world needs everything you, you bring to the table. Like it really does. And I, I can't wait to that. just continue to build with you and grow. And I'm here 100%. for whatever you got for me, man. Let's, I'm, I'm here. Right. Yeah. You stick around Jerome for sure, man. Um, that, yeah. that dude is, he's something powerful, man. That dude, I don't even think he's scratched the surface on where he's at, right. and what he's right. going to do. He's a powerful individual. So Jerome, you're listening to this, man. I love you, bro. Um, and this has been a phenomenal conversation. I got a chance to learn more from you, um, mm-hmm. and feel you. Right. So, and it's, right. there's a lot that, you know, and of course I'll put all this stuff in the show notes, but I guess that like where can they find you to quick it? I guess where were you more accessible? Um, I'm more most accessible on LinkedIn now. Um, okay, that's a good platform to be on. Yeah, there. absolutely. LinkedIn, I'm is I'm I'm a lot more accessible on there. I actually control that completely by myself. Okay. Um, Instagram, I have people. You know, I have help people help me deal with the Instagram and the Facebook stuff. Yeah, but too, LinkedIn, too much, too much, too much a shiny object. There you go. You yeah. See that we think alike, man. So mm-hmm. you know. So definitely, I'm I'm with the real the real connections that are really gonna meet be something meaningful, and um, LinkedIn is it. Um, is Ramon Barber is my name on LinkedIn, but um, you can definitely check out check out what I do on um, Instagram. Um, I have a music page, an entertainment page, motivational speaking mm-hmm. page, 
at Motivated King, uh, M-O-T-I-V-A-T-E-D, King, K, two I's, I-I-N-G, wanted to be a little different. So at Motivated King, King has two I's. Um, and then we also have the nonprofit Instagram and Facebook, which is Motivated King. That has one I in it, but Motivated King, Inc. Oh, that's good. But, um, I'll put, we'll make sure that my, my team does a really good job of uh, doing the hyperlinks and tagging and stuff. Okay. Yeah, so we, cool. we, we'll make sure that we, we get that too. But, um, we also have, are you, have you got involved with a texting app? We have a texting community. I did a partnership with that, that influencer app thing that you text okay. me at this and it has, but you're actually texting my team. You know what I mean? So oh, okay. it's not done by automation. I actually have, I actually pay for staff that actually responds and they bring me, they'll, I have a thing where they have it is a tag and they tag me on it and they'll not tag me that I have, I'm inside of it, but they ping it and they ping it and I'll actually, I'll respond. You know oh, what yeah, so, nah, right. yeah, I got to check that out. You got to, yeah, let me know yeah, about that. Yeah. 843. Okay. Yeah. 396-2104. It's been flashing on the bottom of the screen, but yeah, I've been seeing it. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Text yeah. that and just text it. Chris Ross or text it. Um, they have a lot of keywords in there. It pings me. So, okay. and I go in there once at once a day. That's one thing I do very well of now before I sucked at that. I I'm really conscious of how much time I spend on certain applications. Okay. So like I'm on a computer right now and I have a lot of these different monitors and stuff, but I don't have a lot of things open at the same time. I'm only working on one thing usually. Right, you know what I mean? Right. So, and that's not what I have learned, especially when I have reports, I got teams here and they do a lot of the analytics and whatever. But I like to look at social media once in the morning, like to clean everything up. When I'm, when I'm walking in and doing my email, right after emails, I, I'll look at social media and I look at everything, make sure it's all checking behind my team. And then and then once after I'm done, just to make sure I close up shop, they got them pointing them in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And I do it that way because I want to physically respond to the ones I need to respond to. Okay. I do a lot of voice notes now. Right. And I go, oh my God, it's actually, you know what I mean? Like I'm not even, I'm not even to me. It's like, I'm not a big deal. And I'll just do my thing. Right. But that's how I was. I reach out to certain people. What they'll do is they'll see people that are aligned to my message and what I'm about. And they know the core right. guys. They work for, they worked with me for how long they already know me. So right. they know who I would end up liking. So they'll, they'll connect me or they'll, they'll send a message themselves and it helps with credibility. And that way I'm able to stay focused on doing my thing. Right. So, but I like it. Yeah, because I'm sure you do that as well. Because that's what the whole thing of my Instagram. I refuse to look at that damn thing. Man, I'm t- yeah, it, man, I, it's, it's too I distracting like- for me. It's too distracting. Yeah, for real, it really is. And it's um, too many things going on. Because LinkedIn is kind of like you're already. It's they're there for business anyway. They're not there to like bullshit. Right. Absolutely. So, and um, yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. I, I don't know if I said the website. The nonprofit website is www.motivatedking.org. Org. Okay. And um, yeah, man, that's that's and um. I have a, a a real estate investing page coming soon. My my multi families. So, yeah, got man, so I, much going. Like, what do you yeah, not man. have right now? Hey man, listen, man. <laughs> we, we got a lot to do. We got a lot to get done, Chris. So you That's know, right. I just want to be I just want to be able to connect with as many people as I can, man. And mm-hmm. and honestly, man, I again, I, it's my God given duty every day to get up to be, to, to be the best version of me to help as many people as I can. So, and that's why you're getting blessed. That's why you're getting blessed the way that you are. Thank you, man. And you're a part of one of these blessings. I'm telling you, you thank you. I, I can't say it enough. I, I, it's, it's my pleasure, man. It's been my, it's my, I used to not be able to take compliments very well. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I really received that compliment and I feel it and I appreciate it like wholeheartedly. Man, like I want and, you to know it comes from a real place. 
Right. And I know that I know it does because I feel that. Mm -hmm. Right. So and it's mm -hmm. but if you're not. But that's my whole point is that you're not able to receive properly then you can't really probably, you know, properly give. Right. That's right. So right. anyways, man, but I can go for one for hours and hours yeah. and hours. But guys, reach out. Like I'll connect you, whatever you need me to do. You know, what's funny, man. I keep looking up. And at times a day, and I'm, I don't know what it is about me being aligned. I keep looking up. It's like one, 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 two, seven, two, seven, four, 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 four. I did five, 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 five today. I looked up. I don't know what's happening right now hey, <laughs> with me, God. but I got some something. Somebody's talking to me, so I don't know what it is. I keep and you know, and I I know the listeners are gonna be like, "What the f are you talking about?" <laughs> I have a there's a timer on my thing, and I'm looking at this one, 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 one all the way down, and then I've done it like two or three different times a day. Man, that's some. I got that's crazy. Anyways, that must, I, that must mean you're doing good work today, man. I'm you're doing, doing something. something. Yeah, you're doing I'm something doing right. Uh, or someone's gonna, or someone's trying to communicate a message, and I need to figure something out. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's all good, man. But hey, man, I appreciate you. Um, I, you anything man. I could do in the meantime, by the time we spend your know, whole space again, something right. crosses your mind, reach out. I'm, I, I'm, I'm very accessible to those who need that need anything. You know what I mean? Okay. So, but I do have obviously just like anything else in life. But guys, y'all be well, be you, be great. Take everything in today. You might need to listen to it a couple times. And this guy is just, I can't wait to see what you're going to do in the future. Can't wait. Thank you, man.